Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and I have a special guest with me. One of the creators of Capes and Cloaks and Cows and a Park, Frank Redding. Frank, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's our pleasure. I'd like to know about this. Now, I've, I've looked through what you have, and I have to say the art and the design is, is top part. It really looks nice. Could you tell a bit about Capes and Cloaks and Cows in a Park? Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue, that title, doesn't it? <laughs> I like the title. <laughs> yeah, so I've been making niche RPG products for a while, and uh, I thought I wanted to go a little bit more niche and specialize more in capes and cloaks and the likes. I feel like they've been getting the short end of the stick, so I've so written a whole bunch of uh, interesting sort of mechanics, but without system mechanics, just sort of properties to um to garments and then then i looked at thought maybe that's a little too niche maybe i should include an adventure and when i started writing the adventure that all got a little bit out of hand and so now it's an adventure setting in the wizard's theme park realm inside his cloak you know extra dimensional uh, with garments and such as quite a big focus. So switch it around a bit, make, make it, made it slightly more accessible, let's say. This is, the at the time we're recording, There's the Kickstarter's not out yet, but this is going to be coming out on Kickstarter. You're, you're going to be ruining a Kickstarter for this. And we're going to try to get this out as close to when that comes out as possible. So can you tell us what format this is going to be releasing as? It looks like it's a 60, the one that I'm looking at that I've seen that you sent me has like a 64 page. It's going to be more of a zine format. No, no, no. It's uh, it's over a hundred pages. At the oh, moment. is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. E oh, yeah. I'm a, I was, I was almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's much larger than that. I looked at the <laughs> table. I didn't look at the next tape page of table of contents. <laughs> it is much bigger than that. So, what yeah. format is this going to be coming out in? Is this going to be a print or just PDF? Or yeah. Could you tell us a bit about some no, of that? No, no, no. This is this is going to be a big, um, uh, a sort of premium um, physical product. We're working with the same printer that we've done Hypertolerance with, so it's going to be super nice. They've done they've done a lot of RPG books. It's going to be A5 size, which is close to Digest, so it fits neatly with most of other sort of OSR style books out there. I like that uh, A5 size books. I think they're I think they're wonderful, and I like they're easier for me to read. <laughs> no. I'm just I'm an old man, so I don't like to carry heavy books. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be that and PDF, so you can choose. And if you buy the physical, you of course get the PDF for free with that. Yeah, and this is it looks to be full color. It's really nice. Yeah. Who did all the the all the art in here and stuff like that? Could you? Because there's some really good full color art in here. It's really yeah. pretty, very colorful. Yeah. So um, this is all done by one artist called Katie Wakelin from Oxford, UK. Um, She's done a few pieces for me before um, for Hypertolerance, and I just loved her stuff. And she's extremely reliable and fast. And uh, now that she's done with all of my work, I happily recommend her to <laughs> everyone. Please hire her. <laughs> and uh, um, it's someone that I met at the convention where we were exhibiting, and she just came up to me with her card or portfolio. I can't quite remember, but yeah, that was that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Now, uh, tell us a bit about the setting itself that we're seeing here. It seems it, yeah. it has a very whimsical look. It's a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, I want to say fantasy, but like, but there's, there's a very um, lighthearted fantasy feel to some of the art and stuff that I really appreciate. 
Yeah. So because so this wizard, this wizard, sorry, this theme park was created by a wizard called Riblerim Jian Shaw, Master Diviner. And he is sort of the benevolent, sli slightly foolish uh, wizard, eccentric wizard, but but he means well. So he's made everything in, in the, he created several islands, they all float in this golden nothingness. And um, they all themed, and they all themed according to what he likes and things like that. And he's got a very strange understanding of some of these things. So you have very fluffy things like a love tunnel, which is now inhabited by a, a gang of sort of post-apocalyptic Regency aesthetic uh, cannibals. Essentially. Oh my, that's not uh, very lovely anymore, is it now? <laughs> no, it's it's the whole place has unraveled a little bit, and you'll notice a lot of language around fabrics and whatnot in it. <laughs> but yeah, we have we have uh, any number of sort of different islands, and each have different uh, adventure sites on them, and many of them with. With like full dungeons as it were and those yeah those were done by diogo noguera uh, from old school old skull publishing sorry relatively famous brazilian artist and writer and probably seen his stuff around so some of the mechanics you said about capes and cloaks and stuff like that could you maybe give us an idea of what we would be seeing in this yeah so some of the things that you, you see in books is often like items and, and spells that are, that are described with more natural language, uh, but so quite system neutral without attaching too many mechanics to it. This is similar, but with a focus on, on cloaks. So we have cloaks that are magical and some of them are just, well, I don't want to say mundane because they're non-magical, but nevertheless marvelous in some fashion. And I'm using a system of tags, which you've seen in a bunch of games already, like Hypertolerance, but also like Spire and Heart, uh, which just attach specific little properties to them that you can then uh, use and interpret in your system of choice as, as, as you want. So, uh, yeah, and, and then they're distributed sort of roughly throughout the, throughout the setting as well, a variety of the NPCs are wearing them while trying to make them, that sort of stuff. And, and you can find them as treasures and yeah, just trying to inject a little bit more importance, I guess, to, to what your, to non-magical things that your character might be wearing. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I like that. Uh, now, this is system neutral, which is, I'm a fan of system neutral stuff. And I, I love adventures that are, that are system neutral because I can grab it and run with whatever I'm playing. I don't have to like look for a new thing or learn a new system or pick up one that I don't have. So I'm a big fan of that when it comes to putting out stuff like this. Uh, did you, did you run the, any of this with like with the play testing? Was there a specific system that you originally used? Could you talk about yeah. how some of that worked and what you did with the system that you did use? Yeah, absolutely. So um, a bunch of playtesting was done with Hypertellurians, which is uh, probably my flagship product at the moment still. And then a whole lot of playtesting as well with a, with a system that's totally in development. So that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> not much to be said about that. Although some art was teased already by the artist, but it's probably a way off. So I don't want to talk about that too much. But, but we also... Um, We've also taken care that it is easily adaptable to systems like uh, old school essentials and you know dnd 5e or anything like that and if we do well we'll probably release like stat blocks for the creatures and, and characters in in the adventure in either ready-made 
like little folio PDF or, or maybe printed, eh, remain to be seen, or as a web app, something like that. So uh, yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't need to do any medium. So slightly experienced GM should be able to take this and run with it. Uh, but if you you know if you're new to the hobby, you might like to have a little bit more of a reference. So we try and try and provide that if you know if the funding goes well. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I'm, I have questions because you, you know, you've talked about hypertellurians. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Could you tell us a bit about that? And I've, I've, I've heard you speak of it, but I'm not familiar with it. And I would like to be and make sure that our audience is as well. <laughs> For sure. Um, so that's a, that's a system um, without a, a, an inherent setting that, that came out. Ooh. I know it's come out in a couple of editions, first as a website, then print on demand, and then the premium edition, uh, I think a couple of years ago now. And at the moment out of print, but we're getting it back into print uh, as part of this Kickstarter, hopefully. Well, we're going to get it back into print anyway. So the main thing about kick, um, Kickstarter, sorry, about hypertolerance, <laughs> it's got a little bit of a pulpy feel to it. It's a bit over the top. And it's all about traveling the ultra cosm, which is the totality of all possible worlds. And that was created because I was looking at my shelf where I had a bunch of adventures from, and settings from any number of systems and settings. And I wanted to mash them together into a campaign. And I couldn't decide what system to use to translate characters from one into another. And then decided after so many years of gaming, it was time to write my own, which then was heavily play tested and you can create really, really crazy characters with it. Uh, and it's really, really fun to play, I think. Been getting nothing but great feedback for it from everywhere. So yeah, that's Hypertolerance. Uh, it's also now available in French and Spanish. So it's not available in print currently, It is, but is it available digitally right now? Absolutely. You can pick it up on DriveThruRPG on my website. Yeah. All right. Well, if you could go ahead, I'm going to make sure I get links to your website and to where people can pick that up on in the show notes. So when we're done, make sure you get me those links so I can put those there. And we're also going to make sure that we have a link to the Kickstarter. Could you tell us maybe what we can expect with the Kickstarter that's coming up with it for for uh, for capes and cloaks and cows and a park? (laughs) <laughs> yeah so between now and the launch of kickstarter when i'm still trying to finalize a couple of things i'm going to be teasing art and little pieces of equipment from it uh and then in the kickstarter itself gonna have a lot of previews from the various spreads ready-made spreads from the game in the in the kickstarter description even a little video don't know how many people watch those but hey and during the course of the of the campaign, I'm going to try and talk a bit more about individual islands, zoom in a little bit, what you can expect on those and some of the characters and, and items you can find and other things like that. And some of maybe also talk a little bit about the, the appendices in the book, where, for example, a whole page dedicated to, or almost a whole page dedicated to uh, adjectives for describing fabrics, which, you know, would seem appropriate to a, a book that's fashion forward like this one I, I like that i like having so here's one thing it's like adjectives are very important to role-playing games being able to describe what what people are experiencing and i i think there needs to be more supplements that give good descriptions like that <laughs> adjectives for fabrics i don't have any good for that yet. i pick up on a, a lot of things every time i see a resource that has something like that 
I tend to snag it. And I don't think there's enough of that kind of stuff. It really helps to flesh the game out. So I appreciate that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe it's the next step. You know, we don't want box text because it, it never really speaks to what, what the characters are quite experiencing in their own game, but adjectives and little snippets and bullet points to help you to help the GM about. I think that's not. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that. Definitely. Now, one last thing could you give us maybe a, a, a like you said that you're going to be giving out some some uh, some previews and snippets is there any neat preview or snippet of something cool in the book you could give our t- tell our listeners about that they could get excited about and expect to see uh well oh my goodness so there's a couple <laughs> of things <laughs> one of the islands is called the it's called adult island oh my <laughs> but this being done by ribbler indian sure it's probably not what you think okay <laughs> <laughs> It's his, you know, his, his ideas of things that should be a bit. Um, so I, I, um, I teased one of the characters from that on Twitter, I believe, quite recently. And one other thing that I'm actually going to drop uh, either today or tomorrow is is just a, a silly meme with one of the items from it. That's called the Fain Fain Death Potion. Oh, the Fain Death Potion. No, no, feign, feign death. Feign death, like, like, like it, you're, you're going, like, like you're going to appear to be pretend. Dead. Yeah, yeah, but it's a pretend, <laughs> pretend death potion, so you've got to be careful. <laughs> that sounds cool. Well, <laughs> could you tell our listeners where they can find you online and follow you? Mm-hmm. So uh, everything is linked from motocrosh.com, if you can spell that. <laughs> Could you spell <laughs> that for us? so they can? <laughs> sure, that's M-O-T-O-K-R-O-S-H, motocrosh.com. I'm on Twitter as motocrosh, uh, Instagram motocrosh, we have a Discord server. Um, I think those are, oh, YouTube channel, but that URL. Anyway, motocrosh.com, everything is linked from there is probably the best place if you uh, are looking for that we will make sure that we have the links for those in the show notes so just go over to anchor fm find wobblies and wizards there and you'll be able to find that if you've been listening and you've enjoyed what you've heard please leave us a positive review wherever you're listening and those of you that have left us positive review, reviews thank you so much we're available at wobbliesandwizards.com. You can search us and find us on Facebook at Wobblies and Wizards. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hale Crom and keep those dice rolling. This is Logar, and I'm just going to do a quick plug here for our, our little podcast. We put a lot of time and effort into this and money out of our own pockets. So if you appreciate having a daily podcast about role-playing games with our specific bend, Please go over to Patreon backslash Wobblies and Wizards, that's W-O-B-B-L-I-E-S-A-N-D-W-I-Z-A-R-D-S, and give us a little support.